0: good evening and welcome to this broadcast of black talk radio news my name of course is Scotty Reed I'm broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. it is a Friday night Friday night live I apologize for my lateness we have some issues with going live on our youtube channel and wasn't able to accomplish that but we do always have our digital radio stream so shout out to those who uh are tuned in um through the black talk radio network's digital radio stream which our home is blacktalkradionetwork.com you can also if you had a tune in app the uh alexa um just say black talk radio network and It'll definitely come up on those apps. So uh, tonight on this Friday night, it's a multiple um things that I want to talk with you about. But we do have a special guest. We got Kwabena Rasuli joining us again. You know, long time listeners. He he needs no introduction, but for those that don't know, uh Quabana is the leader of the Clear the Airways project, which is fighting the important battle to clean up our public airwaves okay to clean for those that don't know what that means that we're talking about public radio terrestrial radio that is controlled or supposed to be regulated by the federal communications commission who has been falling down on the job for man i guess we could accurately say decades but i want i wanted to catch up with quabana you know on a related topic dealing with music and the type of music that sold so much dysfunction in our communities i, I would say worldwide um but We just had the Super Bowl. Um, People were noting that it's the first time ever in NFL history that you had two Black quarterbacks squaring off, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts or the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia uh, Eagles, respectively. And Rihanna was tapped to do the halftime show. Now, as I stated in some of my other podcasts, I mentioned, I think Jay-Z's company still may be in charge of putting on the halftime show. But anyway, Rihanna was tapped and her performance has garnered a lot of attention and chatter. A lot of people are blogging about it, talking about it, making TikTok videos about it. Um, They're talking about it from the Illuminati symbolism which of course you know a lot of people when you make that triangle they some associated with the illuminati some others associated with satanism and what so there's no shortage of angles that uh or perspectives that people have in talking about this thing but i didn't watch it live i I really didn't even watch the super bowl it was on tv but i wasn't watching it Um, So I I missed the halftime show live and I wouldn't even get people were talking about it on social media. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll just keep scrolling because that's not something I'm, you know, really interested in. And then I was on TikTok and this guy, I presume to be white and Australian. Um, He had the Australian accent, uh, sound just like kangaroo jack and he made a TikTok video and in writing you know in the graphic on it it said um one in the wild we got no it said did she smell her vagina and then so that piqued my interest and i'm like what is this dude talking about so i watched the video and i can't say that this man is racist i didn't do the research on his channel to look at some of his other content but when we know as as one of the one of my subscribers said to me we know when people talking slick we meaning black people we know when people talking slick so i can't call him a racist but in you know according to the code book of mr neely fuller i can refer to him as a suspected racist i suspect him of practicing racism in the way he described her as being a, a animal a monkey He didn't use the word monkey, but describing her movement in terms of an animal doing a mating dance, uh, sniffing their butt, you know, flinging poop. And then at the end of that short clip, she does, in fact, run her fingers across her vagina and and then smells it. And and I was like, wow, I was for the obvious reasons. And so that's why I wanted to chop it up with Quabinop. To see if he had saw it, but he had not seen it until t- today sometime. I think he saw saw the clip. So I want to get his thoughts on that. But also, in a few days, I believe, if not a week, but a few days, the 54th uh, Annual NAACP Image Awards. And so, man, I just had a thought. I wonder what that first NAACP Image Award was like we're talking 54 years ago right and i wonder the difference in the content of that that performance or platform back then versus now and again long time listeners of black talk radio y'all no stranger to this conversation because guabana has been on many times to discuss that so i'm gonna get his thoughts on you know on it in general but the hip-hop category or the hip-hop songs they pick it uh specifically so uh yeah though and then last but not least after we talk the problem i want to talk about this buffalo terrorist and the victims the family the victim's family you know when they had they had the sentencing hearing the other day right and uh this terrorist got sentenced and for the y'all that don't know what I'm talking about, the Buffalo terrorist, the white, you know, terrorist in Buffalo, we shall not say his name because we don't want, you know, to make him infamous or famous or or any notoriety. We just want him to go to prison for life and rot into, you know. And, and so anyway, what caught my eye on that was. You know, Blake, I, I follow a lot of black podcasts and other content producers, and this person I follow on Twitter was attacking the family members of the victims and, and about their behavior. But that's nothing new. You know, every time we have black people in an emotional situation like that, um, especially when the person who murdered them was a white terrorist, we have different reactions, but it always becomes a, a topic of discussion. And it gets into victim bashing. And I just don't think that's constructive. And so I was like, uh, you know, I, I just can't rock with that. So, but we'll talk about that and other things later on in the broadcast. But let me go ahead and, and welcome in uh Kwabna Rasuli, a clear the airways project. What's going on with you tonight, brother?
1: You got a brother Scotty it has been a minute, man. It's good. good. And, uh, man, just the whole piece. I did watch the Super Bowl halftime show live, and I did not see that, um, what Rihanna did, until you showed it to me again. You showed it with me. I heard about it right afterwards, but I didn't get a chance to go back and see it. I did view you her, you know, holding her, her, her crotch. And, you know, I was thinking like Michael or whoever else does that. I think it's Michael, too. And then, but I didn't see the sniff part. I saw the scratch, but not the sniff until you showed it to me later. And uh, it's funny because I was talking to some other comrades and they were saying, well, maybe she was just going underneath her belly and then going up to her mouth, like, flipping her mouth shut, saying, oh, I didn't know I was pregnant. I was keeping it quiet. But I and I looked at it again. And I was, ah, nah, no, she, she, she clearly
0: sniffs her fingers
1: and then makes a little face. Yeah, you saw her facial expressions and what have you. But it's you know it's part of the course of the of what's going on with our music and the over sexualization of of black women that's been going on for quite a while. And this you know the disrespect. But overall, when I watched the show, you know there was not too much I saw overall. That I felt was really in a bad pace. I mean, I, I thought a lot of the graphics up in the air, and just, I thought it was pretty cool on that end. Mm-hmm. Notwithstanding the fact that we understand even the song that Rayana was singing at the time when she did the Scratch and Sniff was a song called Work, in which she drops the N bomb in the song. And before, pre Cardi B this decade, we had to ask the question give us the three sisters, you know, in this sort of rap mixed with R&B type category, that the only three that you hear, that you've been hearing consistently since the turn of the century. And people always get them. There's three, man, for Rihanna, Beyonce, and Nikki. Nikki came a few years after the turn of the century, but she's been consistent up until the time of Cardi B. And she was the only pure rapper that we heard all the time that was female. So it was those three. And they continue to be like, you know, Rihanna at the Super Bowl, and then at those No Good Grammys the week before, Beyonce gets awarded again for album of the year and all these more accolades but she doesn't have any competition in this commercial and from those who control the commercial um, music industry that's targeted towards black people. She doesn't really have any competition. So we, we expect her to win even more and more, you know, as long as they continue to control our culture. But back to Rihanna piece, it's just par for the course of what they push and promote about black women.
0: Uh yeah, of course I I have to agree with you on that. Um, some you know the Illuminati. I saw other videos too, and I'll come back to the to the. Uh, <laughs> I jokingly said she must have been checking the freshness of her douche. You know, I don't know if she using Summer Eves or what brand, but uh maybe she was trying to check to see if it was still fresh. But anyway um yeah i try to make light of it but it really was kind of kind of inappropriate for that venue um let me put it like this look i have been to rick james concerts and dude walking around with a giant representation of a joint i've seen vanity six i've seen prince in concert but you know what was different with that as opposed to a super bowl halftime show it wasn't no children in there
1: you know family oriented. It, it, yeah it,
0: it, you know super bowl supposed to be family oriented and i appreciate and, and took note of what you said about the rest of her performance because you know i've seen them dancing suspended in the air one dancer took a stumble up there could have been you know a tragic accident but i didn't see anything that was inappropriate for that type of family targeted uh venue all right And, and so that's my issue with it. I have gone to these concerts and I appreciate there's a time and place for everything. We have adult oriented content and we're not trying to take that away from I'm not trying to criticize people for consuming it. I consume it uh, from time to time. But again, the point is this supposed to be a family oriented um, event. And, and then to do that, I mean, to dig like you dig, she dug in her butt. You Know with up in there, you know, and then I'm listening to this rate suspected racist come out going up in there, knuckle deep, you know. And then when she smells her vagina, I'm like, man, I'm like, how far have we failed from the standards that was set by, let's just say, you some female groups like Diana Ross and the Supremes, the emotions name some other classy girl groups uh what was the one where uh climax you know where they still sexy but and you know in expressing their femininity but it wasn't vulgar and i'm look this black talk radio it wasn't ghetto all right and so kwabna have we stopped caring about have artists stopped caring about their presentation and how black people are perceived through them?
1: No, I don't think they have. I think it's, I mean, uh, uh, the people who control them know what it is. And it's almost like the Carter G. Wilson piece. They've been programming us for so long to do this, to go out this particular door, this particular back door, that now we don't even have to do it. Even if there's not a door, we'll try to cut one out so we can go out of it. And unfortunately, that's where we are right now. But that sort of thing, is already mind-debilitating, and it's tearing us up, you know, when it comes to the over-sexualization of our people, when it comes to the violence that that we're seeing every day all throughout this country, even when it comes to the police violence on our people. Going back to Malcolm, we've talked about this 20 times on your show, going back to Malcolm and how we explained it back in 1962 or 63 in Los Angeles and the media and how the media and the press can control the image of you, Right. And that image not only affects how you treat and look at yourself, how others, including, he was talking about the police at that time, how they handle you, how they deal with you. So much so that it's even to the point of, you know, you got five brothers or five people with dark skin going after other dark skin people with policing uniforms on. And then of course we go back to what happened in, what what was that in Raleigh, North Carolina with them tasing that brother to death, you know, a couple of weeks ago in, in, um, in Raleigh, North Carolina. So it, it's, it, it's yeah, sad it, it, and it's sad. But the the main the main thing they use and I've talked to people about this all the time, the main thing they use right now, again, is this music, is this entertainment. Entertainment. Right. right. Social I called it
0: earlier today social engineering. You know, through media, social yeah. engineering. And and um, you know, uh getting back to her some of the different portrayals of how people try to explain it to other people. Like I'm I'm taking a tar, my target is these uh, mainstream writers. They write for these various publications. And a couple of them that I saw were trying to paint her performance as empowering for pregnant women and women in general. And I did do a little short podcast uh, earlier this week about that and saying that's nothing unique. Black women, especially, was given birth while working in the fields on the plantations doing right. during, during yes. you know that period of enslavement. Um we got them given birth in jail. One of the move nine family members, then she gave birth in jail, the modern prison plantation and, and what have you. And, and so I didn't I didn't find it to be empowering whatsoever. You know, my daughter, you know, nothing serious, but she's in a band and they'll perform at a bar or wherever, or they'll go karaoke or whatever, and I heard other writers say this is how a woman expresses her power, and I'm like, I can't see me telling my daughter, you know, um, know, what's missing from your performance, you know, you're really good, but if you just if you just swipe your finger grab your crouch and smell your fingers you know that's a, that's how you really express your womanhood i mean your thoughts on that and how the media are trying if, to portray it as empowering
1: if, i love what you said about how we dealt with already dealt with these struggles these sacrifices of our, of our sisters having these children while they locked up a side i had a, had a child my shoe was locked up i think about fred hampton jr who right a month before, he than a month before he came out here physically. You know, he had a gun to his mama's, mama Kua's belly as his father was getting assassinated. You know, I think, too, I'm trying to think if Tupac was born in prison, I know his mother did a lot of prison time, I, I can't recall, it's, I think she may have been pregnant for him while she was in prison. But it's just, it's it's constant, but what our sisters have to go through and struggle with and deal with out here, and, and the stress that's on them. And have we still, in a lot of cases, you know, Persevere and overcome, but it, it's tearing us up. bro. and they and they know that, and so that's why they they oversex us and they 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 make us the image of us with no class. And it's like I go back to Dr. Frances Cresswell's statement about rap music, and when she said that rap music has annihilated annihilated the self respect of black people.
0: I remember, I remember she said yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and so it's it is it has happened. It continues to happen because I, I mentioned earlier pre Cardi B, just hearing Beyonce, Rihanna, and Cardi B uh, all the time. I said pre, uh, and I'm sorry, and Nikki, Nikki Garbage, pre Cardi B. And then when Cardi B came on the scene, when she was manufactured, then you had the City Girls, and you had uh, Megan Pete, and so forth and so on, uh, Doja Cat, just all these sisters out here who disrespect themselves. And I can't think of her name, Mooney, or I think it may have been Mooney, but I think she is the one who won a Grammy for a song of the year, and it's just about how she can screw all night. Or it just, you know, come on. That was it. And it's won a Grammy for that. And it'd be going to uh, this NAACP Image Award. And they got the City Girls, the City Girls nominated for NAACP Image Award. The National Advancement for the Association of Colored People, Advancement, Image. And you got City Girls along with Usher. Got a song with Usher. And they got it nominated for an award. And they do this every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do it every year. They just, they're just straight porn rappers. Look at any song that they've done. Straight, it's straight. all nothing but, a, but about pornography. Yeah. and I am basketball in basketball. Junior high school. And here comes some little girls singing City Girls song.
0: Wow.
1: Right. So, um, you know, also
0: I was chopping it up with some of my subscribers. And, and these are black people. And sadly some of them you know defended her behavior and again I wasn't attacking her I was attacking the behavior I was not even attacking but critiquing the behavior um and you know they one of the things that was very troubling to me is this woman said to me Rihanna's a billionaire she can do whatever she wants with her body and I thought wow but isn't that the message that this capitalist system has has been operating that billionaires can do what you want pretty much what they want what they want to do whether we're talking about politics or other areas of people activity don't billionaires unless, see, i mean i i, I just i unless, was like wow what's that unless scotty unless, unless you criticize unless, certain unless, people yeah. in an uncodified manner you know and that's why it's exactly. important for us to be codified so that we don't bring this bring um you know the repercussions to our uncodification to us um some things are best said left unsaid or said behind closed doors you know but i know who you're talking about we talking about kanye right because kanye is also up for award at the 54th naacp image awards uh in the hip-hop category but i'm jumping ahead but the last thing I'll say about Rihanna now, she had mentioned how she wasn't being paid for the show, right? That she was doing it for free. Obviously, she's a billionaire, at least on paper, because, again, you know how quickly that billionaire status can evaporate once black people, I mean, white people decide that, you know, you out of bounds and we can't partner with you or work with you no more. And then you become, you know, a lot, You you your wealth really gets cut um but
1: we, we we saw an example of that like i said with, with him with yay and if we look at where brianna comes from um jay-z beyonce you know she was already with him but hooked up with jay-z mm-hmm. and you know these are token tools well paid you know billionaires and some with several hundreds hundreds of millions well-paid token tools of euro domination and african annihilation is what they are right. so when they get these uh, awards from the grammys and even the NAACP they're really not awards they're, really, they're what they are is they're rewards mm-hmm. rewards for denigrating and demeaning your own people that's a great way that's to put what it. they're
0: getting that's a great way to put it but even from a business perspective i'll you know looking at it from different angles i was like okay she made her billions if i'm not mistaken in the fashion industry and, and putting on fashion shows what she got the fendi brand or something Um, I I think, but, but, you know, I don't think most of that came, most of that came from her albums or whatnot, album sales or whatnot. I think it came from this brand, this fashion brand that she was building and of course, partnering like Kanye with other people and and to build those brands. But I was saying from a brand ambassador uh, perspective and, you know, she's not just an ambassador, that's her brand. I was like instead of people talking about your brand and the clothing and, and what you had on, they're talking about your tacky behavior. they're talking about Illuminati symbols and stuff and and I was like, is that really how, how you want you know the publicity that you want to attach to your brand name because she said she only did it for the publicity for her for her brand. You know, because you remember she was supposed to be boycotting and never doing these because of how the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick. Let me throw that in there right quick. Any
1: thoughts? Well, it's, it's important to note. And I, and there was a clip, I didn't watch it, where she was defending or saying why she went on ahead and did it. But, you know, she's part of that system, bro. And, I, you know, I was really debating with somebody, not really debating, they were talking about these conspiracy theorists. And I'm t- I am was telling the brother, I'm around a lot, bro. I'm around a lot of, uh, young Dick Gregory's man, I'm gonna tell you. And uh and while I don't put anything past them, you know, some stuff that they would do. And some of that stuff I feel like, dang, man, y'all y'all think that was conspiracy too. They I mean everything, every play in the in the sports game, uh magnetic rims and mm-hmm. uh, on the on the basketball court. I mean it's just so much. But but I like I said, I don't put too much past them, bro. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 even with this, even with this entertainment this all this stuff that's really a distraction, but it's all propaganda, and we we may call it a distraction. It's done for a reason, you know. It's done for a reason, and they know exactly what they're doing, which buttons they push, how it controls behavior, and and and, a, and a, its effects on the masses. And right. you know, I just struggle, man, with with again these award shows. And we were out at the we were out at the Grammys. You guys can check out the clip. It's on it's online. We we did a a protest. Me and some brothers were out there. Uh, they wanted not us get close to where those people were who were in it. But we were just lamenting the fact that the Grammys keeps on year after year, demeaning and degrading black people. You talk right. about some artists back in the day who were classy, who were beautiful, who were even you can even maybe call them sex symbols, but just they didn't display all that um, all that negativity. You know, I mean, young girls weren't going to Teddy's Pendergrass um, concerts and Marvin's concert. My mother told me about going to Marvin Gaye's concert with Women back at the cow palace in the Bay Area taking their jaws off and throwing it on stage. But those are grown women. Not saying I, you know, that was what they should have been doing or whatever. But they're grown women. It's not to our children. This stuff that they do today, they target our children and our youth. I was asking the sister I saw, I forgot where I saw her. I was in the spot, uh, over in, in Indiana and I asked her and her daughter about Glorilla. She had never heard of Glorilla, but her daughter had. My little niece is 9, 10, and that little friend that was 11. I asked them, y'all know about Glorilla? Oh, yeah, we, uh, we know Glorilla. They look, they their big brother. Oh, yeah, they be looking at it on TikTok. I just shook my head. Wow. Glorilla. Are you familiar with
0: Glorilla? Yeah, I'm familiar with it from TikTok. Um, you know, um, yeah, I'm not even going to mention the context in which I found out about it, but I had heard the name Glorilla, and of course, I'm like, Okay, so now we're picking names based on animals again. You know, Megan the yes. stallion. Now we got a glowing
1: gorilla. So yeah, it's just sad. Nom- nominated. Nominated for Grammy awards. Yeah, both of them. I don't think gorillas nominated for the NAACP Image Award, but but Megan Megan has been nominated for MD, uh, for those Image Awards. You know, it's and again, it just further means and degrades our people and it promotes his misogyny, and self-hate, all of which I, we yeah. talked, Scotty, a couple of years ago when the Me Too movement, when the Time's Up movement, when the hashtag never again movement, when all these movements came up, they were supposed to be doing something like that, man. But no, uh, the hip hop got a pass <laughs> on all of those, bro. They got a pass, man, the they, Grammys gave Dr. Dre some sort of achievement award, mm-hmm. you know, beating up D and, all, and all, this, all the beating up, it just, they gave him a t- uh, some sort of award. Lil' Stain, Lil' Wayne got an Achievement Award from the Grammys, bro. They just,
0: you know. You know, I kind of look at this award thing as also a class event because, you know, me and you are not going to be invited. We probably can't afford the tickets, and it's just one of those, like Hollywood, you know, one of those things you got to be somebody to be in the place or considered to be somebody to be in the place, you know, and and some people want to deny it. But there is an element of classism within the black community. Now, my hope is is now I think that these image awards are to raise money for like things like like fighting racism. You know, they got all these different branches around the country. They got the national branch. They got the legal defense fund, a lot of bureaucracy there. Um, but I hope that this is to raise funds, right? And, and if it is to raise funds, I hope these funds are being distributed down to the chapter level. That's sort of like going back to what was said, and I feel like it was valid criticism of the of the women who created that that organization, that nonprofit corporation, Black Lives Matter. You know, just hijacked that term, and and then you know, what did we hear from the chapter members in the individual cities that the money, all that money was not flowing to the individual chapters for them to do the work, you know? And and I've taken the interest in the NAACP because we got a chapter here, it has been here, I don't wanna say for how long, but over a decade. And they don't do squat, man. And black people getting shot down in the street getting uh uh their rights being violated and there's never a peak from the NAACP local president. So I mean I just have have so many issues, man, but um what there, are there your needs thoughts? We to be
1: called out. We we sent letters last year to each and every chapter that we could find uh email addresses to sent letters to all of them about these uh, these image awards and how they continue to degrade and demean our images especially in the, in the music category right and especially in the hip-hop category just constantly and so like you said they want to raise money to fight against this police abuse or or to defend our people and yet your, your your image awards are putting images out there on black people that lead to cause them our to be targets right
0: exactly quabna exactly the, the, the no codification whatsoever but anyway that's pretty much all I have to say on it. Um, just another, you got the, what, State of Black Music Survey, and dude, it's still failing. I still have to give it a failing grade um, based on what we've seen uh, this week. So do you have any closing thoughts? You got anything coming up, any events coming up, anything um, Clear the Airways Project involved in? I know you usually on air on Friday nights doing you know, your, your hip hop show, old school hip hop show, telling people
1: about you know, that. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's conscious hip hop, current stuff. We do current and we do classic hip hop. It's classic hip hop, uh, conscious hip hop, and classic funk. I mean, like today, I, was, I wasn't able to be in there today, but next week, we definitely going to be giving it up for De La Soul and, and our brother who just made transition. And uh, like Lupe's birthday was, was yesterday, so we've been playing a lot of music from him. But it's conscious hip hop, classic funk. And then since we're on now to midnight, we kind of mellow it out a little bit. At the end so it's it's a great show it's on uh WGVE. it's the uh, radio station in gary indiana and so we've been doing that show for 23 years now my brother 23 years wow so yeah righteously. so we appreciate that but for a real quick update with the credit waste project there's a lot of things happening but one of the major we just uh we just went to a basketball game it was number one ranked houston playing tulane and so at the game, we heard Nardo Wick talking about killing black people. We heard Gorilla talking about FN Free. And you know, they playing this, you know, while the students. Most of the Europeans nodding their heads. They're both tapping their feet not knowing what they're listening to. The players warming up. So we sent a letter to the university president, to the letter department, and the NCAA. Uh, the, uh, NCAA. And we got a response back from the school. And they apologized. We were... Pleasantly surprised. This is what we wanted, and we were glad they did it. They apologized. They assured us they would not be playing that, those those songs and that sort of content anymore. That's offensive. But what we need, what we need, is an NCAA to do that because this is happening yeah. all around the country at these right. games. Only songs that denigrate and demean black people and drop in bombs on us and call for us to be shot and killed. And then we, what we told in New Orleans is that you know you're, you're in a city where 280 people were murdered. 280 people were murdered in New Orleans in 2022. 265 of them look like you and I, Scotty. Mm -hmm. That was in New Orleans last year, and they're playing this stuff in Tulane, right in the middle of the city. We told them also he had 279 carjackings out here. And so, bro, it's just so crazy. And they're still playing, and not just there, but all around the country, they're still playing this song from Kodak, is it Kodak Bleak? Yeah, Kodak Black. I'll be calling Kodak Bleak, uh, about screaming superstars, where they brag about they brag about jacking cars. And it came out in December of 2021 and it's still being played pretty much in hot rotation all around the country with a little nursery rhyme. So it touches the children. They talk about taking these drugs. I know it's painted, but I'm taking it anyway because I'm a gremlin. Uh, they talking about shooting you with a witness watching. And in the chorus, we're ja- uh, remember when we were jacking cars. Hmm. They know exactly what they're doing, bro. We to gotta, we gotta stop them. And things like the NCAA, putting out an edict, things like the city of New York City, City Council, they've been a uh, resolutions been sitting there for three years. You mean the right NCAA
0: put now? Putting out. You I think you
1: said the end uh but go
0: on. Oh uh, yeah, I remember oh, even, if I,
1: even look even the red have been a 40 years slip. But yeah the NCAA or the NCAA who who's who's what I should have said, but even the NAACP should jump on this.
0: Right. I mean
1: the Clear Airways project is cool We love our, our 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 group. We love who we work with, but the, if the NAACP jumped on this you know anyway more organizations man
0: man, just more organizations need to devote some time and resources to this movement because it's a much needed movement you can't say black lives matter and then blare over the speakers some song denigrating black life black people black women black children talking about killing black men it, it, it just it does not compute it makes no sense it's a huge contradiction and and you know um we have to call these corporations out on that they you know even if they don't use the lyrics they use the jingles which still supports the industry and that type of music so yeah we need big changes we need a lot of organizations to follow the template that clear the airways project Rage Against the Ratchet and other groups have been doing this work for years. I mean, we can go all the way back to when Ronald Reagan and and what was C. Dolores Tucker and and even yeah, you that, mentioned that, Dr. That, Francis Cress Wilson spoke on this.
1: yeah yeah For us, uh, C. Dolores Tucker's National Congress of Black Women. And you know, Dr. Ife Williams, who just left that position, was was right with us and is still with us on this. a uh, National Black Leadership Alliance, as you know, with Bob Law. And so it's so much taps the Committee to Eliminate Media Offensive to African People, Brother Legrand Clay he out here on the West Coast, and James McIntosh and Betty Dobson on the East Coast, they still with us on this, but we need more. We need more people to, uh, to use and think about this as a priority. So look, Scotty, So a couple of real, real things real quick. In Chicago, which is the poster child for all this fratricide right now, it's still as drill music came and all of that. There's a mayoral election, probably eight or nine people running for mayor. They keep saying the number one priority is this crime and this violence. However, I have not heard one of them yet say anything about the two, I think there's now three, deaf music, killer radio stations that, that's telling our children to commit crimes and violence. Not one of them has said anything about that, not one. And and then when you, when you on another end, and I, I know you got to run on this, we see Cam Thomas. Uh, Cam, that's the one that hit like the 40 in a row for uh New Jersey recently. Yeah. So Cam Thomas, you know, Kyrie left, Kevin left. And so here comes Dinwiddie and others, and right. Dinwiddie is with them on an interview and they're talking about Dinwiddie, you know, bragging, okay, now y'all got some handsome players or something like that. And then Dan said, no, we've been handsome over here. And then he finishes up with no homo. They fined him $40,000 for saying that. $40,000 for saying no homo.
0: But you can call, say, N-words and play all kind of vulgar, trashy, tacky, uh, racially insensitive music at your games.
1: They'll be at the All Star Game this weekend with artists there who drop in bombs on us. Exactly, and and they send it at the game. Again, you get forty thousand, forty thousand dollars fine. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, whatever. I mean, you, if you're offending people, you shouldn't be offending people. But you you got you got Lizzo and you got uh, Beyonce again taking taking spans out because it's offensive to some people with civil policy or other issues with that. So they take it out. However, they get rewarded albums of the year. Yet they still got in bombs being dropped on them albums. Right. Right. A lot of work to do, brother. I and mean, then you know and, and the Black Media Network, right? Y'all been with us for shoot. Well, we've been with y'all for over a decade now dealing with these issues, man. So we appreciate that. And we yes, really good to be back with you, man. It's been a minute.
0: Yes, it has been. Um, but definitely you know the door is open, and anytime uh you want to come on, just let me know. All right, Kwabna. You take it easy, man, and, and stay safe behind these enemy lines, man, and keep doing the good work that you're doing.
1: You too, Brother Scotty. We'll be in touch, brother. ClearTheAirwaysProject.org. So check out our, uh, our website. Word.
0: Peace and blessings to you. All right, my brother. My love. Right. Again, that, that was Kwabna Rasuli of ClearTheAirwaysProject.org. That's the website. Go check them out see what you can do where you can fit in get in where you fit in and see what you can do if this is important to you you know this type of misogynistic programming is basically social engineering but the last thing i want to uh discuss before i wrap up um this segment of btr news with scotty reed and again we are part of the black talk radio network and um shout out to uh, other network members like three gals talking smack and listening to music and three guys talking smack listening to music our uh, media partners out there our sister platform rva soul is one of the platforms um where we have people podcasting and, and you know talking about the issues up there um but uh timeforawakening.com As well, that's Brother Elliot in them. So, um, yeah, we got to do what we got to do, man. Get in where you fit in in this movement to stop the denigration of African people. So the last thing, speaking of denigration of African people, the last thing I want to cover is this black, this Buffalo terrorist that killed those black people. This this white terrorist, admitted terrorist, uh, he admitted that he killed these people because they was black. Um, I'm not going to get into his apology as he did choose to make a statement. Again, he pled guilty so that he didn't get the death penalty and whatnot. He got life without parole. But I'm not going to read his entire statement and his little apology, You know, saying the same things we heard before about. And, and not to say it's not true, but him being radicalized to hate people online. Again, media is very powerful, man, very powerful. Um, and, and, you know, and he's sorry for what he did to the families, but, um, you know, sorry's is not going to bring them people back. Um, and, but anyway, one of the judges had said, what did this judge say? Um, I'll tell you what the judge said during the sentencing. Um, the judge, Susan Egan said, there is no place for you or your ignorant, hateful, and evil ideologies in civilized society. And there can be no mercy for you, no understanding, no second chances. So he got life in prison without the possibility of parole. And I'm cool with it because I'm anti-death penalty, even though I know he's guilty. There's far more of uh, people who have been put to death who are innocent of those crimes and i just don't think as a society um for us to say it's wrong to take another person's life but then the state takes lives all the time and you well, so i'm just anti-death penalty all right um but so you got life in prison without the possibility of parole but what like like i touched on at the beginning of the broadcast One of the things that kind of angered me, yeah, you know, caused me to look at this black person sideways was this black person attacking one of the victims. You may have seen the clip of the black woman um, who was addressing the terrorists and, and telling him, you know, what he's done to her family, how he's destroyed her family and what have you and then the male who was with her standing beside her uh tried to bum rush the um terrorist inside the courtroom and then so this person said man nah, he know he wasn't going to be able to get to that terrorist or uh, get to that white man and all those cops in there this is just performative you know just really uh uh taking a very negative view and painting a very negative picture of this grieving black man i'm like you don't unless you suffer that kind of pain i can imagine but i can never say i know what it feels like to lose a family member a close family member especially in that sort of way where they where they were gunned down by racist terrorists brutally and you know, I, if if that if I was in that man's situation, I might try to rush him too, hoping I could just get a leak in, just let me break his jaw for he for you know, that's emotional thinking, and that was an emotional time. And sometimes when we are are taken over by our emotions, rationality doesn't rule the day. But what is that for another black person or any person to attack that black man about? to demonize him. But yes, you demonized him, saying that he was just doing that for the cameras. He was just performing for everybody. He was there to entertain us because that's what performative mean, you know, that his reaction wasn't sincere and coming from his hurt heart. And, you know, this is just something I noticed. There's a thread and it's primarily black men, but it's women too, but the majority of mine would say that I have observed are black men who always got something very, very negative to say about black people in these situations. Grieving and how they react, whether whether they forgive the terrorists and and say, I forgive you, 'cause, cause that's the only way I can be forgiven for the sins I have committed that's them man that's that's how they are expressing themselves in that moment being ruled by their emotions and their grief no grief is an emotion and they get a pass how come they don't get vgq you know i don't hear people saying he said what he said vgq victim guaranteed qualification right and so these people claim to know about fuller's to be in the know about codification but ain't very uncodified on on social media so I I just that just really disturbs me man and um you know these same people man they got a lot of hate for black Christians as well black Christians ain't even got to do nothing but just exist and they being attacked saying that's you know all of this debunked theories about this being Uh, tool of white supremacy or the white man's religion when you know it's pretty much common knowledge that that book is set where it was nothing but people of color and and people all over the world uh practice that religion but not to defend that religion but why would you attack why is it you only attack black christians and not black muslims or Black Buddhists or anybody who believes in a higher power, because that's all it is at the end of the day. That's all religion is: people expressing um a belief in a higher power. It's a whole lot of people, and they call it by different names. Rastafarians, you know, I don't hear them being targeted by these same type of black people that want to target uh Christians. I mean, Rastafarians or Rastafarianism is based in Christianity using different words you know uh for for god and for christ and and what have you but i'm like it just really disgusts me man so that's why i have to call those who i follow on social media um not gonna say i do it a lot or have to do it a lot but i get to the point to where i don't even want to debate them in conversation really because you know how 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 ignorant can you be how uh disrespectful can you be, you know, and then you want to talk about black people having the right to self-determination, but that's only the practice and do what you want them to do. You really don't support self-determination. But anyway, I'm not gonna belabor the point. That's my program. Um thanks again to Kwapna Rasuli to join uh who joined us to talk about Rihanna the NAACP image awards and the great work that um you know uh people through Clear the Airways Project is doing, so make sure y'all check them out. Their Facebook page—you got a Facebook page here, yeah, Clear the Airways Project—but the website is Clear Airways Project.org. Black Talk Radio News is supported in part by the nonprofit media organization I founded in 2008, Black Talk Media Project, and we definitely need your donations to sustain our media operations and, and continue to expand, expand, you know, what we can offer people. All right. With that said, you all be safe behind these enemy lines, peace and blessings to all.